Welcome to the dinner table with your fitness bestie, Chantel, and your foodie bestie, Samantha. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy. Enjoy. What up, what up, everyone? Hey, girl, hey. So what's up? Hope you guys are having an amazing week. I hope you guys got your lottery tickets for the big drawing. I hope so too, because I did, my family and I did. How about you? Yes, I got a few quick picks because the Powerball drawing is this Wednesday and that's $730 million. And the Mega Million drawing is this Tuesday and it's $850 million. We are spilling the tea as always and discussing what's trending this week. So this week was, um, you know, a little bit better for us as we transition into the step into our new president. We impeached the last one for the second time. Yes. <laughs> yes. So the house has presented the articles of impeachment and the Senate will come back together after the inauguration to, you know, present it and try to charge him with it. Well, we're going to see what happens. Um, I, it's just a lot going on with that because yes, it's, it's a good thing that he's getting impeached, but did you hear about like the congressman there, getting a lot of like um, calls, threats to them and their families because of the decisions they made to go against, you know, Trump. That's scary. It is scary. They've upped their security. I mean, these people are, um, you know, the far right, the Trump supporters, they're sending um, letters to the homes. They posted addresses of the congressmen. It's really scary. And they actually like are in fear of their lives. Things are getting really messy. And also um, Donald Trump's, his private lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, did I ever pronounce that right? Giuliani. Giuliani. Yeah, he's not even going to be able to um, represent Trump because technically he's considered a witness because he spoke at, spoke at the rally that led up to the riot. Girl, the tea. <laughs> this will be interesting. Also, they've upped the security for the inauguration this week in Washington, D.C. So hopefully everything goes off without a hitch. Hopefully, because I don't know if you listened to, I think last week on the Daily um, Podcast, there was an episode where one of the anchors, she is like undercover in like the far right group chats. They got kicked off Facebook because they were planning, you know, trying to meet up this week leading up to the inauguration. But they all like went to other platforms and they're still planning stuff. Like they are planning to maybe go through like to each state they're like talking about like, you know, using like explosive devices. They're talking about guns. Like she got all the tea, like being undercover in the group chats. And it's scary what they're trying to plan to do. That is scary. So this week, I mean, leading up to Wednesday, it can be really, it can be good and smooth sailing or it can be really go really bad kind of like you know a rerun of the whole riot at the capitol so we'll see you guys be safe this week 
Yeah, definitely. Well, earlier this week, we had the first ever inauguration, <laughs> and that was to honor Joe Biden's adopted dog, Major. The Major, Major will be the first rescue dog in the White House. So they had a little inauguration. The center that he was adopted from, it was um, a fundraising event. And even Josh Groban was there. He sang, how much is that doggy in the window? <laughs> I mean, that song is like, what, 20 seconds long? How can you even sing that song? Oh my gosh, but that is so cute. It's so nice to see dogs back in the White House. I'm super excited. The dogs look so presidential. They are, he has, they have two dogs, right? Yes, yes. Major and Champ. Yes, so I'm super excited to um, see that. I mean, Joe has my heart, you know, with the dogs and the, the announcement about the COVID release, the relief funds. I'm like, come on, come on, Joe. Bring it on in. Yeah, he talked about a stimulus check in the amount of $1,400. Yep. That sounds nice. Yeah, $1.9 trillion altogether. Um, so did you get your last check yet, though? Yes, I got the 600 Okay, just checking on your girl. I'm like, you know. And then also $440 billion towards small businesses in the plan. Um, they're trying to put more money towards testing and vaccine vaccines. Um, his plan in his first 100 days is to get out 100 million shots. So he does have a list, you know, that the first 100 days for a president is like, it's become like iconic and like, you know, routine. So I'm excited to see because he also is um, planning to sign executive order for student loan relief. So we're going to see. Not cancellation. I looked it up. The ultimate goal is to get canceled, but right now it's just relief. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. I mean, especially in Florida, we're having a lot of problems with the vaccine right now. I mean, leave it to Florida. So hopefully things will get better. I even read an article that a lot of people are overdue for the second shot. What? I guess they're like, they missed a shipment. So now everyone's sitting around waiting for the second shot. Oh. Yeah, Florida messed up big time. Oh, wow. So when you said that, I thought it was like the patient's fault, but it's actually the shipment. The Oh, wow. Wow. I, I wonder yeah. like how that affects the person. Right. Oh, wow. Do you yeah. start here? That's crazy. That we, is crazy. We got to get more details on that. That's cool. Yeah. So Kamala Harris was on Vogue's cover. And a lot of people were upset about the picture that they chose. She was, she looked really laid back uh -huh. and she was wearing Converse. So people were arguing, oh, she doesn't look presidential. How can you respect a woman like that? Like she's all relaxed. Come on. Like she looks like she's for the people. She looks so approachable and cool and down to earth. I don't know. I didn't have any ill about the cover did you see it i'm looking at it right now and i do see the comparison how they have like you know with michelle hillary milan i think she looks like they're just trying to like say like she's inviting like i'm that cool she's auntie kamala like yes she she's cool 
She is cool. I get what they're saying. I get both parts because she still looks presidential. She still looks nice, but she's relaxed and some kicks. It's different. But- I don't know. Sometimes it annoys me, especially at work. I mean, do I have to be wearing a suit for you to respect me and believe that I know what I'm doing? Like, why should our clothes like be... I, I get it because people judge and it's your first impression. But at the same time, like I care about what's in your head, how you're going to do the job. I don't really care about what you wear. Yeah. You know? They did the same to, thing to her when she had the, like the Timberland boots on. And I don't know if it's like her picking her clothes or if it's her team, but you know, there's still stereotypes out there. So as a black woman, I get that. It's like, why do we have to like, I feel like lower our standards to make ourselves be like more acceptable. So that's what I'm looking at. Like you're trying to like fit in and no, just be yourself. But if that is herself, if that's what she's choosing to wear, shut up. It's her body, her choice. Let's keep it moving. Yeah. I think it is what she wants to wear. I mean, her swag is untouchable. So let her have it. Agreed. Agreed. You know what else the universe is letting us have? What? Oh my God. You guys, remember when we talked about Taco Bell's cheesy Fiesta potatoes and I was really upset because they took them off the menu last year and I told you guys to go sign the petition. And we did. (laughs) They're back. They are bringing the cheesy Fiesta potatoes back March 11th. Y'all, the potatoes, the petition. Ah! Congratulations. Don't you love it when a plan comes together? (laughs) I'm so excited. And then it was funny, the announcement, the CEO used the potato filter and he was going on and on and on about how they had to remove menu items and blah, blah, blah. But they're bringing the potatoes back because everyone asked for them. You shouldn't have taken them to begin with. (laughs) Well, I want to try them when they come out, what, March 11th? Yeah. I guess don't rush to Taco Bell. Wait for your local Taco Bell to get them. That's what he said. They're starting to come back March. Don't yell at the employees if they're not there. Like, give them a break. All right. So when they come to my local Taco Bell, I'm going to see if the hype is real. Okay. I'm going to check it out. Um, But so I guess spring is the new season for food rollout because Burger King is rolling out in the spring this tuna lineup. So check this out. Let me know if this sounds appetizing. You have (laughs) enjoy a delightful tuna salad on a warm potato bun, buttery croissant, or in a tasty breakfast platter today. So listen to this breakfast platter. It's tuna, egg, and grits. What? (laughs) That sounds so unpleasing. Is it like tuna salad? So the sandwich is like a tuna, like a salad, it's tuna and the croissant. And then you have, I didn't see the picture of the egg and the grits, but it's a platter. So I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be like presented as a platter form. I legit want to puke right now. That's disgusting. I'm really picky about my tuna salad and I don't think I would eat it from Burger King. Ew. Oh my God. But who... Who's their competition with this sandwich? Is 
is it Jimmy John's or Subway? Like what? I, <laughs> I guess Jimmy John's makes a very good yes, they tuna do. salad. Yes, they but do. I don't trust Burger King. No, you guys stick to the burgers and the chicken. I don't understand like why are they switching it up like this? Well, I mean, McDonald's has always had the filet fish which I used to really like, but in hindsight, that's kind of gross too. <laughs> but tuna salad, I, I don't know. I, I guess they're trying to be healthy, but I, I don't get it. After you put all that mayonnaise on it, it's not healthy anymore, but whatever. Go off. Nah. Anyway, so we have um, a couple of birthdays we're celebrating this week. One being Betty White. She turned 99. And then also our boy, our hero, Mr. Martin Luther King Jr. Happy birthday to them. So with today being MLK Day, the 18th, celebrating his birthday on the 15th, what is one of your favorite quotes, Samantha, from MLK? Oh, there's so many. I know. But one I came across today is I have decided to stick with love. Hate is too great a burden to bear. I like that. Every I know just like MLK was just like, you know, all about love, all about unifying, coming together. Um, one of my personal favorite is darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And uh, what I came across today I don't remember verbatim, but basically just not post and, and just say these like words and quotes, you know, in vain, like let's actually live out what MLK was all about. Like another quote, he said, the time is always right to do what is right. So let's just always do what is right and we can't go wrong. Yeah, I saw that too. And I was like, dang, that. I feel like this year more than any year, like reflecting on last year, like this was a big deal, like reading his quotes and just trying to get out there and starting the conversation. Like we can't leave the past in the past when it comes to this, we have to keep moving forward and doing better. And also I thought it was cool. I came across this um, fun fact I didn't know, but it took over 32 years for Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday to become a holiday. Like it was a huge fight. Um, President Ronald Reagan signed the bill in November of 1983 and the first federal holiday was celebrated in 1986. And then it didn't, all 50 states didn't make it a state government holiday until 2000. I have to say, I ain't surprised, but it's done. So that's a good thing. Um, A fun fact that I found out I want to share with you guys is Martin wasn't born Martin. His name was Michael. He was birth name is Michael. Um, And also he spoke uh, German. He translated the whole entire New Testament from Greek to German in 11 weeks. The guy was a smart guy, very wise. And may he continue to rest in peace. It's time for our wellness check. Okay, 
So today's wellness check, we're going to talk to you about why you should tell your doctor about your holistic alternative medicines, why it's important um, to let your provider know about that. So Samantha, we know you're in the medical field. I've worked in the medical field. Do you come across this often? Like, do you hear your patients like not bring up their holistic meds or do you, does your MA or doctor encourage them to share their alternative medicines? Yeah. I mean, vitamins, even medicinal marijuana. Right. Yeah. We have to leave it up to them to tell the truth, Right. but it is really important to share this with your doctor, like any exercise resumes you're on as well. Very true. Um, so what is an alternative medicine? It's just not your traditional mainstream meds. The doctor doesn't supply it. You can get it at a grocery store. You can get it through your roots, your veggies, your fruits, your vitamins, like Samantha said. Um, so, but for good care, you need to tell your doctor, like Samantha just said, about all the medicine practices you're doing. Because if you're you, taking it to treat something, it's still medicine. Even though your doctor didn't prescribe it, it's still technically medicine. And the vitamins or whatever you're taking can interact with your regular medication. So this sparked like this conversation because um, in my class, my professor was sharing with us the three Gs that do cause your blood to thin. Um, and that's ginger, which people take ginger for antioxidants, help reduce stress, they helps fight high blood pressure and heart disease, et cetera. Um, also garlic is a blood thinner, which people use for minerals like vitamin C, um, vitamin B6 and ginkgo biloba, which you can use. It's not like ginger or garlic. It comes in a pill form and you can get it at a convenience store. It's used for memory loss and sexual dysfunction and vertigo, things like that. So a lot of my patients used to take that. And that was very important for us to know because if you're going into surgery and those are blood thinners, you can bleed out, all right? And even if you go to the hospital and it's not your actual provider, you still need to let them know about your holistic alternative medicines. And that is your wellness check for today. Here's what to watch and local events. We did the research so you don't have to. So the big event trending this week is the inauguration of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Mm -hmm. So that'll be an all-day event. Um, starting at 3.15, there will be a parade. And I believe at 8 o'clock is when the main event starts and there's going to be a lot of different performers like Demi Lovato, Justin Timberlake, Lady Gaga, J-Lo, John Legend. The list just goes on and on and on. I'm excited. I mean, I love me some Demi. I definitely love me some JT, Justin Timberlake. Yes. Um, J-Lo, they could have missed her with that. They could, because that New Year's Eve performance, sweetie, honey. It was not where it was at. It was not the business. Like J-Lo was a J-No on oh. the Eve. <laughs> I know, but I know I love me some J-Lo. I'm not hating. She's a very, she's a better actress to me than singer. So yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I agree. 
and she can shake that booty. She can shake her booty, but she's not really like um, a dancer. She's a like a choreographer. Like she can do choreographed dance. But anyway, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Me too. And then we have Gronish coming back this week on the 21st Thursday. That is the spinoff to Blackish. So if you guys are Blackish fans, Zoe, the daughter, has her own spinoff, Gronish. Yep. And Blackish and Mixedish, they come back on too on the 26th. So you can watch it live on ABC. Um, but if you want to catch up, you can catch up on Hulu. Yo, we really need to get paid for this stuff. Like, we be really shining out all these platforms. Another show that is returning on January the 22nd is The Blacklist. You can catch up watching it on Hulu, or you can watch it live on NBC. It's very suspenseful, full of drama. I like to watch it. It's one of those FBI-style shows. So if you like the FBI-style shows, go watch that, The Blacklist. Very nice. Then we have Euphoria with the second part of the special episode event. And this is Jewel's episode on HBO Max, January 24th. Nice, nice. Um, and a movie recommendation, very powerful movie um, that was directed by Regina King. It's called A Night in Miami. Um, it's going to be on Prime if you want to watch it. It's about the night of February 25th in 1964 in Miami, where Cassius Clay, that we know as Ali, joins Jim Brown, Sam Cooke, and Malcolm X, and they discuss the responsibility of being successful Black men during the civil rights movement. So definitely, you know, with celebrating MLK and the whole movement, I think it's going to be really powerful. I can't wait to watch. I've heard great things already. And then we also have Chantel's event this weekend. If you guys haven't gotten your tickets yet, go ahead, do that. Yes, this Saturday at one o'clock. So the 23rd, it's going on the reveal, your inner goddess. My girl Samantha's got her ticket. I, yeah, we only have a few spots left because you know we're trying to keep it limited because of COVID. I think we only have four or five spots left. So go and do that 75 minute dance experience. Nice. Foodie finds of the week. So if you guys are looking for some good Italian food, we have Elizabetta's. They just opened their West Palm Beach waterfront location. I haven't been to that location yet, but I did check out the Delray location on the Ave. So depending on where you live, both locations are super cute. Food is delicious. I had the carbonara, so good. They make the pasta in-house. They make their breads in-house. They make fresh desserts. They have a huge wine list. And I'm really excited to check out the West Palm location that is right next to the Ben. So right on the water there on the intercoastal. They have a lot of outside seating, so it's very COVID friendly. Nice. And I can't wait to check it out. It looks beautiful. Yes, I want to check out that location. I've been to the one in Delray a couple of times. And I love, a, you know, a restaurant right on the water. That's my style. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah.
raise your glass, and shake your ass. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for uh, another episode. We'll see you next week. Until then, raise your glasses. And we're going to give a toast to spreading love. Love and light only drives out the hate and darkness. So, yeah, spread love. And pet dogs. Lots of dogs. We're so excited to have White House dogs. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at at the dinner table podcast. Until next time. Bye. Bye.